Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to The Greatest, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to another episode of The Greatest. I In the beginning, I was call, I was saying the quarantine edition, but this is just uh, this is what life is now. This is our existence. And uh, the voice, the other voice you're hearing is my wife and co-host, Megan Gailey. Hey, everybody. That was kind of, that was really soft and nice. Thank you. I have range. You have range. So yeah, what's the yeah. other part of that? What's the other end of that range? You've seen it. Yeah, I have. It's not good. We are currently in our laundry nook, and I think, you know, this has been so far the winner of locations of where we record the podcast, right next to the washer and dryer. Things are good. It's a sunny, what, what's today? Gosh, I'm really quiet. I got to ramp it up. Well, I just drank a lot of coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I've had nothing. Um, I've had nothing. I read Twitter. I asked you right before this if we had any granola bars, and you snapped at me. Yeah, I'm uh, so, I'm very on edge right now. Great. And on the phone, our guest, host of a very, very popular NBA podcast, Count the Dings. I think it's, it's called The Daily Ding on the Athletic. Ladies and gentlemen, Nitz Blowstein. Hey. What's up? Well, you know, as much as I love that, not the host, unfortunately, because I'm not good enough yet. But other than that, <laughs> um, nothing. Just chilling. I have a question about this laundry nook, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys just in the corner next to your washer dryer? Yes. Um, yes. So the washer and dryer, I actually am seated at like a very peculiar angle so I can even fit in it. Um, so I'm smashed between the door, the dryer, and then the table that all of the equipment is set up on. Now, can I ask how this decision came to be? Yes. So we used to have it in this front room of our house that is kind of a no man's land that has a liquor cart and our Peloton. Um, and that's it. So we were like, area. yeah, so we were like, let's, we'll put it in there. Unfortunately, that's right by our front door. CJ buys 75 things a day. And so our front door is the most popping place in Northeast Los Angeles. And then to add insult <laughs> to injury, our across the street neighbor, who boy, he owns four motorcycles. All of them have never been driven, but he revs them 17 times a day. And he, he said hello to us as we went on our walk this morning. I don't even know if that was him. Oh, you don't know if yeah, that was him? Yeah, because like, I, I came in to this street, like, you know, I'm like, hi, I, I want to talk to everybody. I'm friends with the um, old lady neighbor next door, checking on her arm, how it's doing. So I'm here she to make her arm. Yeah. I'm here to make friends. I'm trying to like, you know, be a part of the street. And no one wants to be my friend, unfortunately, him included. So that's why I think that was like a worker or that didn't his energy is like, get the fuck away from me. Uh-huh. I own so many bad automobiles and cars. He he owns multiple cars that he's moving around. Well, yeah, he has like teal. I don't want to say vintage Not because vintage, I think that's just cool. Old. old, yeah, old Mercedes that we he don't has know two if they're working. Teal old Mercedes. 
Wait, and he just doesn't drive them anywhere? He no. just chills and makes them noisy? Yeah, yes. he, he makes sure they're super noisy. And then also when our, our neighbor's house was for sale, they were just like, or he was just like, you know what? That's my parking spot. Their driveway is my oh, parking yeah, spot. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He parked what? in someone else's <laughs> driveway. And it was like, he he's doing all these things. And, you know, this is what we're confronted with, unfortunately. He's doing all these things that, like, there is no one to report him to. There is a motorcycle just parked <laughs> on the sidewalk. And it's like, I I know that that's not allowed, but there is no one to be in charge. Did you hit record? Yes, I hit record. Oh, I was gosh. <laughs> I got so, so scared for a second. No, yeah, CJ. we would have missed all the motorcycle laundry content. Yeah. So now you're just, you're just like isolated that well. Screw that, man. Am I allowed to say that? Do, yeah. Am oh, I yes. allowed to cuss on the podcast? Oh, yeah, you yes, can. Yes, we'll yes. bleep it had, or oh, cool. we'll just let it fly. I was Who on cares? a Zoom comedy show and he started revving and I wished his motorcycle to give him corona. So to say oh, screw him. And I've since <laughs> taken it back. I don't want him to have corona because he seems not in great health. But you can say whatever you want. <laughs> but enough okay, about us. Yeah. Nit, how, how are you doing? How is your set, your quarantine setup? How are you dealing with the, the lack of sports? What's going on over there? Um, well, I'm doing great in general. You know, everything happened and yeah. I'm still so privileged to have food and shelter, et cetera, et cetera. So I've just been keeping everything in perspective and trying to put my energy into helping people who are less fortunate during yeah. this time. Which, if you guys let me plug that at one point, I yeah. you can plug that as much. Yeah, yeah please much plug it now. Oh, I was going to yeah. say you're doing such an amazing thing to help. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to, I'm so like, you know, I started it and I can explain it in a second. I had no idea if people, if it would resonate with anybody. Cause I know that sometimes I have a great idea in my head, it, like a tweet or something, and then nobody else will get it. So mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was going to be another one of those things, but, um, you know, so you, the premise is simple. We have a lot of things we want. We don't need them right now. Other communities have actual needs like food, medicine, uh, shelter, et cetera, that, so if we all gather up all these little wants, you know, anywhere from like $5 for coffee that you don't get or Clark, thank God, didn't buy a second air fryer, which is like, <laughs> what? makes no sense to me because we a already don't have one? place for the a second one. We already don't have space for the first one. So, you know, it adds up. And then we're supporting these five organizations doing amazing on the ground work uh, in their communities so that our wants can go to their actual needs. That's awesome. Um, and it's, yeah, thank you. So that's that. That's really what I've been putting my energy into. and. We rewatched the 2001 finals the other day, but, you know, not a lot of sports going on. So not much I could do there. Yeah. Now, what would you do with a second air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were going to roast Clark, by the way. So we're, uh, I'm, yes. I'm glad we're Clark, former, former guest, dear friend, Jones, yes. um, and partner, lover of yeah, I, current I, no, I was waiting for I, Megan I to do that. it. I heard that pause to be like, how do you define him? No, Clark's my boyfriend. <laughs> nice. But, um, Love Clark. Who, like, buys way too much shit but he i don't know what you would do with a second air fryer my only guess is that he would do one flavor of wings and one and a different flavor of wings uh, and the other maybe gotcha but, gotcha oh uh, yeah um he thinks he's top chef for sure <laughs> we uh we got an air fryer someone oh we, my CJ's mom, mom, my mom cj's yeah. mom gave it to us as a wedding present and it was one of those things where like people would get drunk and come up to me and be like you gotta get a fucking air fryer you got like it became <laughs> so, like they just once people knew i was getting married they were like you gotta get someone to get you an air fryer well, and now like that, as if that was gonna save our relationship no or marriage? just like this is your no, chance people are this really- is your chance yeah they're really into their air fryers. Like if I talk about an air fryer negatively online or in a group chat, <laughs> the the vitriol I get for it. And it's really just, a, it's really just an oven. Do people know that? Well, is it so, and I never really got final confirmation on this, but isn't an oven that won't like, you can like walk away from it and it won't set your house on fire? Or is it like, I think it does everything proof? faster. Faster. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, but it does, there is part of me There's, that's like, did we all just really buy into an infomercial? Like, it is, yeah, I mean, it is sham wow esque <laughs> level of cult. Yeah. To or me. like Forming Grill, where it is like, we're like, it's stupid or the advertising's dumb, but it's like legit works and it's, yeah. it, it I have offered to bring easier. our air fryer on like vacation. <laughs> like, <No>. we, <laughs> We got like a house with other couples and I was like, do you want me to bring the air fryer? Because I was like, you know, we'll be at the pool and this can make pool snacks. And it's like, well, no, it's a house. What? what? No, you can't bring an air fryer with you. 
That's so funny. But people get really into it like that. And you know what? Like if people are cooking healthier because you have this air fryer, then well, CJ's CJ's putting pizza rolls in it. So it's like, yeah, I get like you're not (laughs) frying it, but we don't have a fryer. (laughs) Like you either bake the pizza rolls or you air fry them. They're still bad. And honestly, the other night I was like, I miss baking them. So I baked them uh, or I microwaved them, you know? Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, CJ, that's so back to that's like camping for you. That's cute. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so today's topic, first of all, we we know you. I think our first sort of introduction was you're you're like big on NBA Twitter. You're one of the, the you know, biggest voices on there. Um, and Ooh. then you're also like comedy adjacent now. Like we we saw it before quarantine, like you were you would hang out and you now do like faded and and some of these other shows. Yeah. I'm uh, obsessed with stand-up comedy. So when I moved you know what I love about L.A. especially, because maybe you see it in New York, but not as much, is the basketball media community and the comedy community feel like one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not like so that like, in New York, I don't think. So yeah, because when I was going to stand-up clubs in New York just to chill and look at people being way funnier than me, I didn't get that sense. But then as soon as I moved to L.A., I think like first week, um, I think it might have been Zach Harper who was like, well, did you know about On Deck? So I went to On Deck. I met mm-hmm. all the people there. You know, Malloy and all those guys are just the friendliest, friendly, like deep down, friendliest people on the planet. And then fate had happened. And then everyone's just one big community. So I'm a, I'm not a stand-up comedian by any way. I'm not as funny as you guys, but I love it, if that makes sense. We uh, need you. We need more views <laughs> and less of us. So never, like, we were like, I love going to comedy shows. I'm like, ah, that's, you have the most perfect mental illness for my mental illness. We are yin that's and yang. The first thing. When I first started going to stand-up clubs in New York and meeting comedians, the first thing they all told me was like, don't you dare try and become a comic. Like, well, that's not, rude. I'm, not, <laughs> man, I'm just trying to laugh and like get really fucked up while you tell a joke. Like, yeah. relax. That's- it is like, if anything, it is just a central location for people to drink and maybe say some stuff. And I think yeah. that's what the NBA media community and the comedy community have in common is that we will say some stuff, we'll, we'll fire off some takes um, or debate and discuss and then, you know, we'll drink and, and maybe smoke some weed somewhere. Yeah, I would have to say the L.A. basketball, If like my theory is the comedians play basketball a lot more out here than they do in New York. They do play in New York, mm-hmm. but I do think there's a lot more. I think attempt to play. There's a lot more comedians playing out here. I also think the fact that the biggest superstars are all in Los Angeles right now. LeBron, Kyrie. Kyrie, I mean, not what? Kyrie. I mean, Kawhi. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. CJ looked at me with like, <laughs> CJ, this is how I tell you. Kyrie is at our house. Well. Um, <laughs> no, LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, like the Lakers and the Clippers are too many people, the two biggest teams in the NBA and the Knicks are a full blown disaster. And, right. the, and the Nets are maybe going to be okay. Like it, it's just LA is just a much more basketball town right now because it's positive and happy and there's sunshine. So you can be outside and, and be into it. But I, yeah, I guess I never even, re- cause in Chicago we would be, there was basketball, but it was all bull centric. Like out here you right. can have friends. I have a, you know, Tom Takar, he's out here. He loves the Pacers. Like you can find. Well, there's a lot of the LA, I mean, and also New York, I guess, but a lot of transplants here. A lot of like people from East Coast to Midwest who wanted to just simply get away from that weather and kind of, you know, this is a city where you can kind of do it all. I feel like, uh, not to shit on New York in any way, but you hate New York. Yeah. Um, uh, no. you <laughs> hate New York. He hates I didn't like living there, but it was just a weird time in my life. I think CJ just needs a lot of comforts. Um, and that's just not, <laughs> I have four that's, air not what, that's not what it, New York excels at. Nitz, who's your, no. who are your teams? Mine? Yeah. Uh, I'm a Warriors fan, but it's mm. legal now because... So I'm from the Bay Area, so I'm like mm-hmm. allowed, allowed, mm-hmm. right? My dad's mm-hmm. a fan, so I grew up with them. But um, now nobody, like, questions me on it anymore. I used to go on podcasts be like, I'm a Warriors fan. I'd be like, oh, they're nerds. Yeah. Who was like, what did they do in, like, 1970? I'm like, shut up. But yeah. now it's cool because they suck, so nobody gives a shit. Uh, but you guys are what? Pacers and Bulls? Or am I Pacers, off? Bulls, Pacers, Bulls, Lakers, wherever LeBron yeah, is. CJ's a LeBron fan. Ah, uh, okay, you travel. Yeah. yeah he has zero. <laughs> That's a very nice way to put he it. He has no loyalty, yeah. and it's, um, <laughs> as his lifelong partner in life, it's definitely something that flashes in my brain a lot. 
That's fucking hilarious. You know, uh, okay, wait, who is, because you mentioned this, who's the best basketball player in the comedy scene? Yeah, I mean, so... I think Blake Griffin. Oh, oh, oh like a comedian? No, I mean, oh, like a comedian? Like, he is doing stand-up. And yeah, he yeah, is... No, I mean, yeah, Blake. I don't know NBA who NBA else would be. No, you mean, act, you mean people not in the NBA. Got it. Yeah. So... People who make their money through comedy. Yes. He, I wouldn't consider him a part of, like, out, like the stand-up scene out here in L.A., but... Do you know John Reynolds? He's like on search He's, party and, and four weddings and a funeral. If you saw him, you would be like, "Yes, I know who that is." Like I, that sounds so familiar. He's like a but true it's... rising star. Star. Yeah, he he has like these bit parts and shows. He lives in New York, but he is like Dirk Nowitzki, and I can't. <laughs> and like I don't know if it was. I knew him. He's just like a goofy kid. Uh, he's like a few years younger than us. And I started playing basketball with him when I was in New York. And he is so good. And I don't know when he practices or or if he even practices, but he's so good at basketball. Damn. Are you guys good? I am terrible. <laughs> very, very, very bad. And CJ is good. I, I'm like, okay, uh, or it depends on the game. And you can get all, you know, confirmation from Clark, but like... I, I would say, like, me and Kenny DeForest are as good as each other. Okay, didn't Aaron Kenny, Weaver okay. Is gonna be Kenny than play, me. like, D2? Yeah, I think, I, you know what, I can hang with with uh, Kenny and Weaver. Weaver's, like, better better than me, but I've had games where I've, uh, Aaron Weaver, I've had games where I've, like, we've gone one-on-one, head-to-head. Now, when people, because it comes up a lot of times in professional meetings, um, mm-hmm. men that I'm meeting with are like, oh, yeah, I play basketball with CJ, and they're like, yeah, a lot of... They don't say contact. They say it like a little kinder, but they're like pretty, pretty physical. So it seems like you're, you're like built lamb. Are you just no, running no. into people? I think, yeah, if anything that they mean clumsy. No, I don't think I'm clumsy, but I love to like put a little uh, fancy touch on, on my shots. Yeah. So are you more Zaza Pachulia uh, contact or Russell Westbrook contact? Uh, yeah, I would say I would say Westbrook, um, but oh, okay, maybe yeah. because I dress more like Westbrook than I also just I'm not going <laughs> to shit on myself right now. Uh, so I'm going to say more Westbrook. Yeah, you're a total. Okay. West, you're a total. But thank you for giving those choices. Yeah, to- please, please <laughs> aggregate it that uh, CJ thinks he plays exactly like Westbrook. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't wait for Kenny and Aaron to hear this and be like, the fuck? You're as good as us? Um, <laughs> but that's kind of, Westbrook is kind of a, a, a nice transition into our topic that we have yet to announce what we're doing here. But the, the greatest topic that we're going to talk about today with units is greatest fashion uh, statements. In, yeah, greatest fashion mo- yeah. statements, greatest fashion moments in sports. In sports. We've done greatest dresser. Yeah. Or, yeah, and we've done greatest uniform, and this kind of feels like a stepchild of both of them because we're taking just a snapshot of what an athlete or a team or anybody was wearing on any given day that is just iconic in our minds. Nitch, you came Hell up yeah. with it. I obviously CJ was like, "Yes, immediately." <laughs> he just called himself uh, Russell Westbrook. So. <laughs> A lot of what you know what there's so many Westbrook iconic moments, but he's actually a good dresser. I picked, I picked ones that you could like make fun of, but they're right. still iconic. Okay, yeah, awesome. I have a couple. Of um, do you want to lead us off with your number three? Hell yeah! Okay, wait. Let me open my notes. <laughs> I I know my it, notes. I have so many Google Docs of just very strange things now. Um, in pertaining to this podcast. <laughs> No, you're, I um, I have one tab open, which Clark told me to make sure that I looked up the Pacers. Um, I'm not going to say it. I'm oh. not going to say it because he said you're for sure going to pick it. I'm not. Is he right? I'm not. Oh. No. I was actually going to say, I think this is a topic, and I love when there's topics like this, where the three of us will have zero overlap. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. So first one, tell me if you overlap with it, is the Cavs matching suits in the series against the Pacers when they all yeah. showed up uh, in the like LeBron Taylor. Yeah. Those Tom yeah. Brown suit, like shorts. Tom Ford, you mean? Is it? No, no, I think it's Tom Brown. Tom Brown? Yeah. Who the, Tom Brown is like a man who sells insurance in my parents' well, neighborhood. Well, he also made these famous suits for the Cavs. Okay. I just, when I hear Tom and suits, I'm going Tom Ford. But <laughs> let me no, look but up. I, I love that. Give us some t- context to that moment. So, the context I thought it was going to be was that the Cavs all showed up in matching suits, which LeBron obviously made them all wear. Mm-hmm. This was in 2018. They were going up against the Warriors. This team 
sucked all year. <laughs> like this was the year where we really thought like their defense was so bad. Their office wasn't really that good. Like the Raptors or the Celtics were going to take it. But no, obviously the, you know, they ended up going to the finals as they do with LeBron. But I remember this being like, this is such a dramatic move. I thought they all showed up in matching suits to like the semifinals or the Eastern Conference finals or something dramatic like that. This was round one against the Pacers that they did it in, which fucking yeah, I mean, you're, kills me. You're you're in indie too. It's like you could have all gotten men's warehouse suits <laughs> and been <laughs> the hottest crew of men to walk through the three one seven. That's our that's our area code. But no one else, but no one else like, knows it. I was, little, I was trying to I was trying to like go into the brain bank and be oh. like three one seven. Hell yeah! No, I I'm, try and make so many different Indianapolis. Um, a friend of the pod calls it three one heaven. <laughs> Nap town, Nap town riders. None of them catch on because no one cares. Yeah, that's, I mean. I'm just trying to figure out. So that series, is this the series where you got mad at me, Megan, when I was at the combine and I was watching and they hit the, uh, they hit the LeBron hit the game winner. No, no, that was, no. this is the year after. I feel like I've got, no, mad. that must've been, that had to be that year because 2019, he didn't even make the playoffs because the Lakers right. suck. And, oh and, and you're recalling that I got mad at you. This was the year before or something like, that. yeah, because I, we were on the mm. phone and I was like, they had, they hit or LeBron hit the game winner. I do get. I mean, I do. Series, yeah. I do take those things out on you. So maybe this does sound. Um, oh right, because yeah. you're like a hardcore Pacers fan, yeah, right? I, like, so when really they were going up, them. yeah. And that went seven games. That you know, you guys could have taken them down. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I'm. I'm reading now too. They got um, fitted by a tailor in Cleveland ahead of time. I would love to see a tailor in Cleveland. Like who? What's that? guy up to like all these dudes mm -hmm. walk in you're set for like a year these are tall men that's a lot too it is the man's name is tom brown tom but it's brown. spelled funny yeah. it has an a-t-h-o-m-b-r-o-w-n-e he has two extra letters yeah good for him okay so he's fancy he's allowed to be a suit tailor yeah that's a uh, great pick i mean i have a lot of lebron moments but that yeah he was getting a little extra with these suits and then it, it then morphed into the shorts i think and i feel like yeah like some of these players don't dress the same way that LeBron does. Like, was Della Vadova into that? No, like, Larry Nance looks so... He looks like a boy leaving prep school angry. Like, oh. it's funny to see them care. It's like, yeah, they... It's kind of LeBron being like, hey, you guys look like trash, too. George Hill looks good. I, You know what? Do you think LeBron forced them? Do you think they were down? Or LeBron was like, nah, we're going to wear these suits, fam. I bet they were just, I bet LeBron was like, listen, I'm going to buy you guys suits. And they were probably like, sick, hell yeah. And then they got them and were like, oh, there's like a sweater? I don't know if I want to wear <laughs> yeah, a sweater. Not only that, he was like, we're all going to show up matching yeah. to the first round, which ultimately went seven games. Yeah, I recommend looking at the pictures because like, and this is like something that people tell me a lot is that everything looks good on LeBron because he's LeBron. He's in shape. He's tall. Like, Statuesque. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like, because I don't know if the suit is like fitting for JR. It, it looks a little like too much. And like the short, I mean, the pants are a little short. But yeah, it is totally like, I feel like some of the guys were like, hey, I don't really dig this suit. Maybe that's why it went seven. So it was also a terrible cut. That's why it went seven. Wasn't it like a terrible color? It's, I'm looking it's it up like, right now. You know, it's just kind of like a, it, it's, it, they look like groomsmen, to be honest. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. it's exactly the look. And it's like, yeah, LeBron, you're hot. You've got this cool weekender bag. You've got like these fun pseudo like Doc Martens on. And you just look cooler than them. Larry Nance looks looks upset. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so upset, and he's got earpods in, and LeBron's got like cool ass platinum. Like every Larry Nance, it's just like if it was a Who wore it better in Us Weekly, it would be like one percent Larry Nance, ninety nine percent LeBron. Yeah. And maybe that was part of LeBron's thing. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, everybody's hot, everybody's got fashion. Let's all wear the same thing, and you can see what a Badass stud I am. Uh, yo, you know what, though? That reminds me of your guys' wedding that 
was just written about, you didn't even make your bridesmaids do this. No, no. Right? Like, the bride wants to look the best, so she makes all the bridesmaids wear some, like, shitty-ass one uniform thing. You didn't even make them do that. No, I just said pink. Anything pink. And is that why? Because it's, like, dresses sit different? Yeah, of course. And I just want... You want everyone to be in what they're going to feel good in and... Yeah, I just, we're grown. For me to tell other grown women is crazy to me. My um, maid of honor wore a jumpsuit. You know, like uh, there were people in short, there were people in long. It was, I'm a genius. I'm a <laughs> I genius. was waiting for now, you. Now, to- you know what? Now that you bring it up, I'm a fucking genius. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, genius. Okay, why don't you pick one? Oh, wow. Okay. So my first one is, you know, this week has been heavy. And I know this will come out on Tuesday. We're recording this on Thursday before. And so I hope next week is less heavy. But as I was preparing for this, I, I this was rattling around in my brain. And then CJ was like, I'm not picking it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pick it because I do think it's really, really important. And that's December 8th, 2014, when LeBron and other Cavs players and some Nets players wore shirts during warmup that said, I can't breathe. This was in Brooklyn where Eric Gardner was murdered by while in police custody. And now this has become sadly more relevant again with George Floyd's death. LeBron tweeted and Instagrammed a picture of the shirt again because it's the same thing that he was saying. And then I have a quote from Obama about them wearing this shirt that I just want to read because I think it sums up kind of how we feel when we see athletes doing something with such like activism and and just such grace and power and trying to speak to terrible atrocities that are happening. And Obama said, I think LeBron did the right thing. We forget the role that Muhammad Ali, Arthur Ashe, and Bill Russell played in raising consciousness. We went through a long stretch there with well-paid athletes. The notion was just be quiet and get your endorsements and don't make waves. LeBron is an example of a young man who has in his own way and in a respectful way, tried to say, I'm part of this society too, and focus attention. So yeah, I mean, I think they picked that game in particular because they were in New York. It was also this really, really star-studded event. Jay-Z and Beyonce were sitting courtside. Kate Middleton and her balding husband were sitting courtside. <laughs> I really genuinely forget his, is he Harry? Um, the older one, Prince Harry. Prince, and, I, it's I go- I, he used to be so hot. One of them. He's totally gone from me. Yeah, you see their dad. So Kate and him um, were sitting courtside. <laughs> it was like this huge, everybody was going to be watching it. And then for the biggest star in the game and then stars on both teams to come out. It was just, it was really powerful. The NBA did not um, find them or punish them in any way, which is extremely smart of them to do. That would have been Mm -hmm. really bad for them. This is also maybe the only league where this could happen. I know the WNBA has, has done things similar, but Mm -hmm. um, men's and very like international famous athletes this he is maybe the only person that can get away with this and that's why i think it's so much more important that he does it for sure and you know we also we can't expect athletes to be advocates yeah right but you have someone like you know the michael jordan quote whatever whether it was a misquote or not where he said like republicans buy shoes too Mm -hmm. but lebron lebron who is so obsessed with his image has also always made sure that advocacy and social justice are at the forefront of that image and that he's doing the absolute most that he can, regardless of what kind of consequences he faces to his personal brand, life, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sorry that I started out on like a bummer no, of I one, it's but it's, a, it's an important one and it sadly feels so relevant again. Unfortunately. Yeah. And I, it, you know, and when this is happening and we're seeing, you know, all the protests and whatnot and, and, and guys speaking up and uh, people speaking up on social media. And I'm wondering, you know, this is why sports is so important in our lives. They do it more than politicians. Yeah. You like you look at the GOP, mm-hmm. it's fucking crickets. And then it's like, oh, my God, we have like seventh men on bad NBA teams yeah. doing more than governors are. And it's become sort of just like the the because there are, you know, NBA warmups were a thing like, you know, just like their classic sort of nylon jackets. But I, and I'm trying to think if there are other moments where it's just simply a t shirt that they wore during warm ups. And, you know, because like since then, I think, you know, 
players in all leagues at all levels the players will wear a t-shirt kind of just to send a message like even and, and then this wasn't in protest but like when kobe passed every player w- was trying to show their respect by wearing a mm. kobe t-shirt or some sort of message on there and i and i also just love like the simplicity of those i can't breathe there's no you know frills to it. it's just like in black it's a, t-shirt it's a dying man's last yeah, word with, and uh, that's with powerful. simple text yeah. or font i can't breathe and it just spoke so it was just so impactful mm-hmm. um you know and I, and I wonder what nba players or sports how they would show that protest or, or that message uh, if sports were going on right now i think right. when it comes back we will see you yeah. know i yeah. think there will be I, there's just been so much bad that's happened since the NBA has halted that I I I hope they're in Orlando wreaking havoc. That's what I would like for them to be doing. Okay, CJ, you you get us uh, your third. Why are you uh, well, laughing at no, me? I just, yeah. I'm, I'm being like the newscaster when it's like, okay, well, that was a sad All right, story. let's move on to a dog and in a park. Other. Family <laughs> City Day kicks off downtown. Okay, that's what I had to do. No, uh, I don't. So this isn't a moment. I guess it's a moment in the in whole, but uh, Cam Newton, black quarterback, just silly outfits. Yeah. I can't say there's a specific moment. I guess maybe during that time I could be like, man, he wore a funny hat. But like just him using his platform to wear wild and wacky hats, scarves over his head like a grandma, crazy, crazy outfits. And then he would get roasted, but then he would just lean so hard into it um, on the next press conference. And I guess I, I just, you know, his fashion as a whole, as a statement and not having, you know, trying to conform to the normal, just, yeah, Cam Newton in his fashion is, is one of my picks. As soon as you said Cam Newton, I was like, yep. Like he is the mm-hmm. definition of just like, wear what you think is dope. Yeah. Fuck everybody else. And I just Googled Cam Newton outfits and I, like the first three rows are all different and they're all wild. The, he's had like a real evolution too. Cause when you see when he got drafted, it was like, you know, he was wearing like a standard suit. Mm-hmm. I also went through, I was, th- I was like, there's got to be a cam one I can pick. Yeah. And then when I was looking at the gallery, I was like, these are all so insane that there's nothing that like stick stuck out to me. I think he is very much in the same way that like we spoke about LeBron. It's like Cam Newton is hot. And I think maybe sometimes we forget he's like so handsome. He's obviously in incredible shape, has like a perfect body that it's like, yeah, wear a fucking babushka scarf. Like that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I agree with some of these outfits, but I agree with what he's trying to do. If he feels cool in them, yeah, I agree with it. NFL players ha- are forcibly so boring, yeah. too. They're not mm-hmm. allowed the liberties that other athletes are that it's like, yeah, we need somebody having fun. I mean, it's really just kind of like him, Odell, what sucks. It's like, I love the crop top, but like that was brought back because of Ezekiel Elliott. So it's like, well, you, I hate you as a human being. So I can't be into this crop top, (laughs) even though if I just saw the crop top, I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Well, you know what then? Um, Jimmy Butler tried to bring the crop top back a little bit ago. I loved the crop top at the draft. But again, yeah, I mean, I think Jimmy's Jimmy's just got to do it when we come back. Jimmy's got to do it at a significant sporting event or, or, you know, an award show or something. But yeah, I just uh, Cam, he he like wore a monocle once, I think. Yes, he did. Yes. And when people that weatherman that parried it, parodied him, I used to hate him. But then he was funny to me, like everything about Cam. I'm always excited to see what sort of like Shakespeare in love top he's going to be in. (laughs) Okay, let's take a let's take a quick break and then we'll be back. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back with Nitz Love. What who who what do you got for your second pick here, Nitz? Oh, okay, it's close. Do you guys okay, do you guys want classic or not talked about enough? Not um, talked about enough, I I think. Okay. Yeah, Hell and then yeah. for your classic, you can um give it to us as an honorable mention. Perfect. Um J.R. Smith not wearing a shirt for like a week. Oh yeah. Yes. After the, uh, you know, it didn't actually happen. The Cavs did not actually come back from a 3-1. But if it (laughs) did, J.R. Smith didn't wear a shirt for a week during the championship parade. And uh, he was seen shirtless golfing, coming off the plane, (laughs) among the fans. You know, he came down from the floats and just walked about the fans. Like, this guy had the time of his life. Mm -hmm. I love it. His fashion statement is lack of fashion or lack of article of clothing. Uh, like also, that was such an iconic look that they made yep. a shirt that is Jr.'s tattoos that you can wear. Like, so it was a fashion <laughs> moment, and then it was redone so then other people can wear that fashion <laughs> yeah. moment. Like that's that's to, hard to do to recreate someone's skin. That is wild. But that's how iconic it was. And I'm staring at a picture right now of him standing up on top of the float. He's holding yeah. a sign that says "2016 election, Hillary." Trump and then a checkbox next to J.R. Smith. <laughs> like if we could if we could be so lucky to go back in time and have that be what happened. Man, nobody partied harder than him. Good for him. Oh, that, I'm happy. I mean, I'm sad that he had that. Um, I don't know what the score is. I don't know how much time is left after it. That was the start. Yeah. Um, oh, but, in 20, 2019 yeah. game one, this, they were they were tied and he thought yes. that they were up one. Yeah. And they were the fact that like Quicken Loans Arena has this thing that actually says like the differential, but it's like, come on, dude, you know yeah. how to read numbers. Right. It's literally the same number. It's not that hard. But uh, that was such a, I mean, that was my favorite moment. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the, War- <laughs> the Warriors won that game one. Um, yeah, I, I guess I feel bad for him because he definitely, you know, J.R. Smith is like such a good player and he got a lot of, yeah, what an idiot for that. But let's do just, had one little one little mess up. Right. I, let's just choose to remember J.R. Smith as 2016 J.R. Yeah. You know, that's a, well, that was a simpler time. <laughs> well, you, yeah. yes, you have. I, I you don't have, acknowledge it. <laughs> right. But uh, you don't know I what I'm to. talking about. But yeah. there is a man named J.R. Smith, and I think you would like him. I, I'll Google him later. Game I'll find on J.R. Smith. Game on J.R. Smith. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for mine? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, mine is uh, classic as okay. Nitz would say. And it's Dennis Rodman wearing a wedding dress. Great. Like, Damn, see? That was mine. Go okay, ahead. Okay, great. Okay, great. I See, we'll get to it's Everybody, when you're like, should I do this or this? Someone else will do it, which is wonderful. Um, he He wore the wedding dress. He was promoting his book, Bad As I Want to Be. Okay. And he wore the wedding dress and claimed to have married himself. I What I did not realize about this story is that he wore this wedding dress at a Barnes & Noble. Like, I thought it was, <laughs> I don't know if he was making, I guess that is a public appearance. But like, I, I think of Barnes & Noble, I go in there to like, go poop and then like <laughs> and and like get air conditioning and so for that to be where 
he does this public statement is so funny to me. Um, his agent says that like they sort of came up with it as a publicity stunt, which did work. The book was atop the bestsellers list for 20 weeks. But that is I don't re- I honestly don't remember him having a book, but I'm happy that for him that it worked out. Yeah. But when you see that, it's like, oh, everybody saw that photo. It was everywhere. So iconic. He actually, the Brides Magazine had him redo and wear a wedding dress for a spread in their magazine in 2003. And he also looked really good, gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. His makeup was flawless. The hair was great. The dress was custom made in France. It was a beautiful dress. Like, there's a lot of women that would be like, yeah, I'd love to. Does look the drag that good. community talk about that moment a lot? I don't, I don't know, but um, in the book he talks about as a child, like cross-dressing yeah. and, and being into wearing women's fashion and mm-hmm. and the marrying himself was a nod to him coming out as being bisexual. So, I mean, I have to imagine, I'm sure that, I haven't seen all of Drag Race. I've only seen like half of it, but I, I bet it's been brought up. I mean, he shut down New York City when he was yeah. traveling to that bar. If you watch the 30 for 30, it's just like, the fame that this guy had and then just going down whatever avenue it was in New York and just you can't even fucking move. I hope it's the Barnes and Noble that's in Union Square. That is the most popping off crazy ass store in New You go with you go into that bathroom. Is that still there? Someone is giving it birth. Can't be, right? Someone is closing it a can't deal. Be. I, I don't Because the strand or, or the this it was there. Right? It was there when I left, but that was four years ago. Okay, because it to me that was like a, a beacon of hope. The Union Square, <laughs> Barnes and Noble. If anything went wrong, you go to the Union Square, Barnes and Noble, and you will be okay. You know what it is now? It's the Union Square Whole Foods is no! where you go. That's your beacon. Yes, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, I've had. But that's yeah. like everybody. Like if you need a pee, if yep. you need to eat, yeah. if you need yeah. to sit. You go to the Union Square. It's resumed the responsibilities of that Barnes and Noble. I saw Kelsey Grammer at that Union Square Whole Foods, and he was dressed so bad. And (laughs) and then I just kept like following him. I was like, I was in my mind. You were following Kelsey Grammer. In my mind, I was like, oh, that's weird. Kelsey Grammer and I want all the same stuff at Whole Foods, but I clearly was just walking behind him and his weird dad New Balances. Not a great fashion moment for Kels. (sighs) Okay, CJ, you want to give us your number two? Yeah, my number two is Randy Moss wearing the Jordan 11s in an NFL game that then sparked, and I got to figure out the timeline of this, but back then, and this might just be like a sneakerhead thing, but wearing Jordans, wearing basketball shoes in any other sport was like insane. And so Randy Moss back then, like I was part of these sneaker message boards and people were just going nuts. One, because they were special edition, like peas made for him. So they were white and purple Jordan 11s, which is maybe one of the most iconic sneakers of all time. And then the fact that he was wearing them on turf and then that led to then Deion Sanders having his own special edition shoes. And then Michael Vick wore the 17s on the Falcons. And now like, a majority of the league wears Jordan cleats. Like Jordan cleats and turf shoes are the norm. And I remember as a kid just playing football, kids used to roast me. They would be like, oh yeah, there's that Asian kid who wore basketball shoes and football. And it's like, yeah, I want to talk to them now because now all these players are wearing Who are these kids? You know, just my white redneck teammates. Well, let's find them. Were they no, on your we team? Don't need to find them. Were, they on, were they on your team? Yeah, they were okay, on my well, team. Okay, well then we'll pull up that roster. They're all like doctors or people who... Oh would, yeah, I don't want to talk to them now yeah. then. <laughs> In a way, they are doing better than me. Um, no. But, yeah, but, so... so you, you latched onto it as a young boy. That was a trend you love. You really have a... You love Randy Moss. I love Randy Moss. For some reason, as a child... And this goes back to growing up in Indiana and it being clouded with racism. Randy Moss was like bad. He was portrayed as like bad. Yeah, but, was... but I remember the fake. Wait, why? I think it was like he's he is disrespectful. Yeah, kind of like, like the way people. Oh, it was the stereotypical. At yes. Like, 
Yes. It's coded bullshit. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, and then when he did the fake moon and everybody freaked out, I was like, but he didn't actually moon anybody. And it's really funny. It is so <laughs> weird. I remember when I started at the NFL, that was like, hey, we know you're going to like uh, bring back all like the fun moments in sports, but you definitely cannot do that. And it's just like, he faked mooned people and that's what you're mad about still? Wait, he fake mooned? Oh. He scored pulled a touchdown it. and then and he then pretended to pull down just his did pants, the motion, but, but like, but he didn't actually no, pull down his pants. No, and people he still pe- lost it. No, he did improv object work <laughs> of pulling down his pants, <laughs> and people lost their fucking mind. Like, yeah. I mean, I think he ended up getting fined. Like it what? was. Oh yeah, people were. The NFL was mad. It was hilarious too. Yeah. I- <laughs> so is this like an NFL slash NFL fan thing? Yeah. I. Uh. It, but so, like, this moment, I just think it, it almost started NFL players caring about what was on their feet. And now, like, Odell has, you know, like, NFL cleats and sneakers is, like, a thing That's now. The, only, the cleats are the only way that they can show any personality. Pretty much, yeah. And right? I still think it's, like, illegal. Like, Odell has separate warm-up cleats. Like, cleats that he's allowed to wear in warm-ups but not allowed to wear during games, which is And, you is know, insane. to that, I would say, Odell, last year didn't go as planned. Maybe just wear the same shoes. Like No. At two, no, he, CJ, he had a bad year. He got hurt. No, let it these did, guys express themselves. Okay, but I think maybe Browns fans would like for them to express themselves scoring touchdowns. Winning? Yeah. yeah. I'll leave it to you. Because they express themselves appropriately. So if you're taking a bunch of L's, <laughs> maybe your shoes switching, need to be ugly. Maybe yeah. switching <laughs> shoes. Well, to warm up in one shoe and then switch into another shoe. It's like, yeah, but that shoe. you. I've done that in like rec league games. I'm called out for doing that. So like uh, more You work in social media. <laughs> you work in social media. That's how, yeah, maybe. And it's sometimes it's a soul sucking job and I want to express myself by wearing two pairs of shoes to a YMCA gym. Uh, unfortunately, CJ, I have news to break to you. The stakes riding on your performance and the stakes riding on Odell's performances are very, very different. <laughs> um, let's get Clark in here. He'll back me up. No, oh, yeah. Kidding. Clark would love to come in and talk about what a great dresser LeBron is. <laughs> oh, right. wait. Okay. Yeah, you guys ahead. cut out for all of that. All I heard was. Clark would love to come and talk in uh, talk about how great of a dresser LeBron is, but uh, so Clark's a LeBron hater and you're yes. a LeBron lover is yes. what I'm getting. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yeah. yes. I, but I was cool. trying to. I wanted to uh, call him in here to help back up how stupid I am. Maybe he wouldn't do that either. No, I, I think no. I, he would love it. He would love. Are you kidding? Like this motherfucker. The amount of shoes that show up to this house. He would love. <laughs> The idea of like, fine, one of them was a birthday gift to me. So thanks, I guess. Oh, that is nice. It was very nice. And I was such a bitch about it. But the, um, (laughs) the, like, the, he would love the idea of just expressing yourself through one shoe, putting on a different one for his 2K player. So you doing it in Uh. real life is probably fine. CJ's shoes have gotten so bad. Like I've, I've stopped complaining <laughs> about them. It's just, I, this is, I love who I love. And unfortunately this is who he is when it comes to shoes, but it's okay. gotten so bad. My family, like my mom and dad are like, Hey CJ, what if you sold something? Like they've started pitching him ideas to get rid of shoes. And I think he thinks I'm behind it. I'm not behind it. These are just my loved ones genuinely concerned about our financial future. Yeah, we agree and well, disagree. Do you guys have a do you have a sneaker closet or do you have a sneaker like setup? And I have a setup. But it's, it's, a, it's yeah, yeah. it's we're fixing. The, it's merged into parts of <clears throat> my territory, the garage. If territory, that's our how house, we're describing our if home. If our now. house is is fifteen hundred <laughs> square feet, shoes are in seven hundred square feet. No, that is a complete. That's lie. not. I'm looking at. No, nah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> It, that is correct. All right. That may be embarrassing, but that is the reality. Let's take a break <laughs> before this turns messy. We'll be right back. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, and we are back with our final picks Nitz, uh, if you haven't heard before, we usually save our guest pick for the final climax of this whole thing. So, uh, Megan, do you want... Climax? I don't know. That's just how I, I, I talk about finales. It's kind of <laughs> I, okay, cool. All right. <laughs> I don't, the look on your face is wild to me. Day 80 of quarantine. Yeah, day 80. Yeah. I, yeah, just for the sun to be out and hear you say climax into a microphone. <laughs> Megan freaked me out first. Oh, you want me to just give my pick yeah. and stop analyzing the words you use. Okay. So, um, my pick is Serena Williams, 2018 French open cat suit. So Ooh. yeah. Okay, great. That's the reaction I was hoping for. <laughs> what is so special about tennis and, and golf and maybe some others I'll think on it is that they also get to pick the uniform that they compete in. So they are able to express themselves wearing whatever they want. It's not like, oh, hey, these are our team colors. You got to wear it. It's like, no, this is your brand. You meet with a designer. You do whatever you want. So Serena makes this black jumpsuit, cat suit, skin tight, all the way down to her, you know, covers her whole body. And... And it was so striking because the Roland Garros courts are that really chalky, beautiful red. Mm -hmm. And she just popped against it and everyone loved it. And it created so much fanfare. And of course, some piece of shit old French man who runs the French Tennis Federation hates it and then came out and banned it. And it wasn't even just a fashion statement. It was also something that she was wearing that had been specially designed to help help her fight blood clots that she was suffering from since giving birth to a baby. But that man did not like it. His name is like, and Whoa. he is against the cat suit. <laughs> They've since made a truce and they're okay. But I just remember her coming out in it and it was so amazing. There was a woman, tennis has like a lot of rules about uniforms. Too. Like Wimbledon, you mm -hmm. have to be in, I think it's 70% white. It's like a, it, it, they want it all white. And a woman in 1985 named Ann White, I think that's her name, um, wore a white jumpsuit that Wimbledon also got mad out and banned in the middle of her match. Like it, they had to suspend the match for darkness. And then the next day they were like, you can't wear that out on the court again. And she had to switch you and you bring like. 10, 20 of whatever the, the outfit is. And then you wear that the whole time. So she had to scrap that and find something else. But yeah, mm. Serena is just, I mean, I was thinking about even doing Serena in that Beyonce video. Like Serena's fashion moments are amazing, but I love this one because it's on the court. People loved it. Of course, losers got mad at it. And it was also something that was protecting her life as a mother and an athlete. Right. And losers get mad at Serena Williams with All just the like time. Ex expert speed, just, you know, and even people within the, like you said, that French guy, whatever you said his name, I don't know if that was a troll or his real name, but whatever it was, <laughs> he sucks. But, uh, you know, people within the tennis world too, just don't give her no. any of the justice that she deserves. So. 
I know. It's so, I mean, she the, her looks are crazy. She once wore like a denim mini skirt yeah. at uh, a U.S. Open Kids Day. Like she she wore that tutu. She really has fun with it. Well, no, those losers are racist and sexist, you know? Yeah. It's like crazy. It's like some of these shouldn't be fashion statements, but because there's so much like racism and sexism in, you know, these sports, they're like, whoa, that's nuts. And it's like, no, it's like if people got to wear what they want to wear, this is what it would look like. And Serena knows that she's so good at tennis that she should be allowed to do this. Of course. And it's not harming anybody, right? No. Like you literally no. said it was to support a genuine like health issue that she had. Yes. And people are like up in arms like, bro, that tutu isn't hurting anybody. No. That cat That's, suit isn't what? Right. If anything, it's helping us. I mean, when you saw Serena in that cat suit, it was like, <laughs> And that's part of what they're afraid of, too. Like, they're uncomfortable with the shape of women's bodies being displayed. But it's like she's displaying her body. Like, you don't get to tell anyone how to display their body. If I was playing at the U.S. Open, full bush and a, <laughs> full bush and a sports bra. And that's it. Nothing on the. Well, I guess I got to have something to hold. No, there's ball kids. They can feed me all the balls. I almost brought up what you did earlier. Uh, tell, tell the people. <gasps> Megan was about to get in the shower. This is graphic. It's not that graphic. But Megan was get, about to get in the shower, and she did the ESPN body issue. I tried to make my own she, like, body grabbed issue. She grabbed toys from my office, and I not, not like kinky toys. No, a Chris Webber A Chris duck. Webber rubber duck <laughs> and covered herself and said, ESPN body issue. And I was like, your bush is showing. <laughs> But then so you quarantine said, day 80. But then you said maybe I could be in it. Yeah. I was like, go off. I'd watch it. I'd get that magazine. That's fucking iconic. <laughs> All right. My number one. Well, so I'm just going to rattle off some honorable mentions real quick. I'm going to say Anthony Davis's That's All Folks shirt. Uh, last Ooh, last oh, game yeah. in New Orleans. He says that his stylist picked that. But it's like, no, dude, you put that shirt on. You walk to the arena like you knew what you were doing there. Again, uh, I feel like some of these basketball players won't admit, but uh, LeBron's Ultimate Warrior shirt that, again, uh, mm-hmm. knits. You don't have to acknowledge that that actually happened. Never happened. <laughs> wore an Ultimate Warrior t-shirt in blue and yellow to the parade the day after they won. And so this one, I love the intention, and I think social media kind of like roasted this a lot, but Deontay Wilder's bejeweled night costume before the rematch against uh, Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. it was like 40 pounds. It was it looked cool, um, and it was intended to, he said, to show black excellence, which is great. But then he, he ended up losing, and then a lot of the stories and, you know, in from himself said he felt like it costed him the match. But, you know, yeah, it's didn't like... Yeah, did he say it was like, wasn't it like 40 pounds yeah, so on it his was head? Yeah, it was like 40-plus pounds. Wait, I mean, he played in this? No, no he, it's what he walked out in, but it was so heavy in. that he got himself tired out. <laughs> yeah. Which it is funny and I see why people made fun of it. But on the flip side it's like it's confidence if he would have won that that is pretty badass. And then like I would have leaned into how crazy it was to wear that. Um so I like the intention. It would have been my number 1 if he had won that match. Uh my number 1 but he yeah, didn't. But no. he didn't. Uh oh yeah, one more honorable mention Kobe in 2002 finals they swept the Nets in every game he wore like an iconic jersey. He wore on the game 4 of the sweep, he wore a Jordan jersey and a Jordan warm-up sunglasses and I thought that was pretty badass looking at pictures. Uh but my number 1 is Hoodie Mellow. Um, wow. Which I think was unintentional at first. And I feel like I'm picking it too, just because like House of Highlights, my employer had a little bit of a play in this is that, you know, we were posting videos of Mello working out with Chris Brickley and he was wearing this hoodie and we just, I think Omar and I, I don't know if Omar knew it would take off like this, but hoodie Mello became such a thing. And then when Mello went to the thunder, he like leaned into it. And during the introductory, like, meeting he wore the hoodie and was like leaning into it and i thought that was such a, like a badass thing damn you know what hoodie mellow was too though is it became a symbol of guys working out really hard and then not being so good in the regular season <laughs> that's true <laughs> that is true well i think it was a bad situation for him to be there it was a bad situation in houston but uh yeah i i still like mellow and I and hoodie mellow lo- is like it was like the beginning of memes of like then we got like um beanie mellow we got shirtless jr like that just like the formula of nicknames that kind of set us up for that's so true we got uh untucked Kyrie yep 
We got, uh, no, you're right. And you know, Mello's a great, great player, great sport for like leaning into all that shit. Yeah. But that became like a whole, that was a movement in uh, IG trainer videos. Well, yeah. And like the, at Nike and the NBA, there are hoods, there's like hoods built into the warmups now. Wow. He changed, what? He changed the outfits. Yes. Yeah, I think a little bit. Did you get one? I, I do have oh, one. Oh, yeah, you do. And do you put your little hood up? I don't. I'm not very good. And if I'm posting videos of me working out for for what? To be a social media guy? Then that's sad. Wow. Who, there's going to be some people that listen to that and are going to have to look deep in their souls. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I advise you guys not to do that. Well, but sometimes you... Today I did like a, a lunge and I saw my booty pop out. And I was like, I do kind of wish I could post this uh, okay. lunge this my booty. This is really the body episode for Megan. This is the podcast. You are the one that said it, that I put Chris right. Weber in front of my pussy. You, the funny part is that I'm in the worst, I have the worst service and it keeps cutting in and out, but I've heard like my booty popping out. I heard body issue. So like whatever you guys just said, yeah. But the thing is you only need, you really only need like 30% of CJ and me. You know, like you're going to walk away with this happier than most guests because you're like, I didn't get it all, but it was the right amount. Oh, yeah. My service is just protecting me and yeah, my sanity. Yeah. It's filtering, if anything. All right, Nitz, what's your number one pick? Okay. Well, on your LeBron Ultimate Warrior, I have an uh, honorable mention to the Draymond Quickie shirt yep, that he also wore in the parade after the, uh, you know, the Warriors swept. Oh, none of you guys are Cavs fans, so this isn't fun. After <laughs> they uh, they swept them. But I have Westbrook wearing, this is another one on top of the, like, players always say, like, no, that had nothing to do with it. Yeah, sure. Westbrook wore a photographer outfit yep. yeah, to yes. the first Warriors Thunder game. KD, you know, one of his biggest hobbies he's been vocal about is photography. He was actually a photographer at Super Bowl 50. <laughs> and Westbrook wore this like neon orange, I am a photographer thing. He said it was just a fashion moment. He thought it looked really cool. I guess you never know with Westbrook because he does kind of just like to show his cleavage or like have these crazy fashion moments in the tunnel. But I, I don't buy it. I think he was trying to troll KD. Yeah, that and and KD kind of trolled back, right? With the cupcake hats. Yeah, he had a which I own one because it's so great. He has after they won the ring, you know, Thunder fans and in general they just called him Cupcake all year for being soft for going to the Warriors. He made this hat with a cupcake, and the cherry on top was a championship ring. Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's that, that's as good of a clap back as you could get. Like, wear yeah. the photographer outfit all you want. Yeah, but I want a ring. And I I love it. And you mentioned it too, and I mentioned it before. It's just like I love when these players play. They're like all coy about. It. They're like, what? No, what do you mean? I I wasn't thinking about this at all. And it's like, yes, you were. <laughs> Like, I remember LeBron did the 3-1 graveyard cookies and still they tried to deny it after, what? like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's specifically about like, that. <laughs> it was literally about that. Like, LeBron could, like, Draymond could have worn a shirt that says, like, haha, we swept you guys. Yeah. Like, I don't, <laughs> I cleaned up my apartment today. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. just admit it. But, you know, it doesn't matter. It gives us, the fans, all the fun trying to speculate about whether or not they're being petty, which... They probably are. God, yeah. It, all those, I just miss the NBA so much. It's okay, we honey. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's okay. I know. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do tunnel walks in Orlando. What if they <laughs> bubble walks. What if they get to like the they're like the parks closed, and then what if they get them to dress up in the as the characters? That'd be cool. You know, like someone's gonna be LeBron's gonna be Aladdin. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> we okay. don't need LeBron dressing up like Aladdin. Why not? That'd be cute. Oh, if there's anywhere that Corona is growing right now, girl, it's in those like Disneyland costumes. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> yeah. sure. For sure. <laughs> if they would have said like that's how it started was like someone left. Like, yeah, a, Rudy a, Gobert just takes off a Mickey head and it's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Patient Zero is actually Elmo in Times Square. <laughs> that would make total sense. All right. Well, thank you so much no, for we, doing she this. She hasn't given us our number one yet. Oh, I thought that was. That no, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, Draymond was the honorable mention. Westbrook yeah. photographer. Great. Okay, the, uh, gotcha. I'm so, wow, sorry. It was, oh, it was amazing. It's the laundry. <laughs> it was amazing. No, you're right, you're right. That was great. Well, Nitz, how, how can people find you? Uh, give us some plugs here. I'm so, like, by the way, this was so fun, and I'm, but I'm so glad it's ending because I have 5% left on my phone. Ah, so perfect. I was either going to, like, <laughs> hang up on you guys involuntarily or it was going to happen naturally. <laughs> But um, you can find me at NitzBluv on Twitter, N-I-T-Z-B-L-U-V, at NitzNatsB on Instagram. But more importantly, 
follow at want not need fund. Did I say that? I'm so like we'll we'll put the link in in our in yeah, our promo. Yeah, we'll make sure. Want not need fund on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. We literally got the same handle for everything, which is nuts. For some reason, never nobody ever wanted it. And want not need fund.com. Uh, learn more. Hit me if you have any questions. I'm just trying to get people to make this like a habit as much as possible. And um, sorry if I offend your team on Twitter. I guess. <laughs> no, you're one of my favorite Twitter follows. Absolutely. Uh, for sure. I'm so honored. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing such an important thing during this time and coming on the pod to plug it. Oh, thank you so much for letting me. All our, it and all I'll, our I'll rich listeners, rich listeners, we're, we <laughs> want you to help. Okay. I, Indiana, I'm looking at you. This is the best endorsement I could have <laughs> ever right. gotten. Oh, my all mom. you rich people. All you rich people. Our, our listener base is very, very affluent. Mm. No, that's a lie. I'm totally- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Let me stick my pinky out while I tell them where to follow me. <laughs> They're going to love my um, Chris Webber duck on my bush. This is the type of humor that they like. Um, okay. what do you, what, are I you- thought you were wrapping it up. I am wrapping just- it up, CJ. I'm, I, I'm all over the follow, place. Follow uh, us at, at CJ Toledano and at Megan Gailey on Twitter. This has been another episode of The Greatest. We'll see you next week. The Greatest is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.